What's going on, everybody? You are now listening to the Love Quest International Church Sermon Podcast. It's a brand new season. Matter of fact, it's homecoming season. Sons and daughters are coming home. So you know what to do. Get your Bible, get your water, get some coffee, get some tea, and get yourself ready to receive. The time is now. And if you don't know the drill, then you better learn the motto. Get your love fixed, man. of an amazing God. Yahweh. I always mess myself up, man. I need time to breathe and then I get to singing. My soul get happy and then y'all participate. And then it messed me up. Alright. Let's give a whoop whoop for our first time attendees. That's what I'm talking about. This is a fun church. Y'all super fun. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to uh, really make some progress. And uh, we will have an opportunity uh, to continue the giving at the end. But we needed to uh, move forward. Thank you for those generous givers. And those that didn't have an opportunity to give, you will have that opportunity right at the end. Can we, can we give it up for the spontaneous moment? <laughs> Start your life with Jesus, be on fire, and never turn back. I'll tell you right now, all you college students in the world ain't got nothing for you, and it's going to leave you hanging out to dry. And so if you can start on your path with the Lord now, be faithful, be on fire, be disciple, be held accountable, get the word in you, get worship in your life. I'm telling you, nothing can stop you. You do not have to go out in the world at like Northern America can tell you and experience the world and God will keep you and the words in you. You'll go to the strip club and you'll be back to the altar it's okay no heck no okay just try pop pop a pill take a sip no i did it for you i didn't go to the strip club though i didn't go to the strip club let me get that one let me get that one um but but i'm just letting you know that the world we live in is way different and your your chances and your grace leash is a lot shorter not that God will not keep you but there's certain principles in the in the land that will not keep you and um, you just don't want to be that young person who find themselves experience trying to mature through the wrong experience there's some experiences promise you you do not need and if you need some testimonies we got a lot of them in here if you need discipleship we got a lot of disciple makers in here if you need a church home I would say this is a great church home but you I'm telling you I'm telling you I know you some of you from different countries and different things and it's hard to find a church like back home things of that nature let me tell you something you done ran out of excuses Okay, I, I stand on this being a great church um, that is built on a solid foundation. And so um, make some decisions. Do not go out of this month without a church home. And it don't have to be this one. But church, uh, uh, church hopping is not a part of God's plan for you. Okay. All right. 
homecoming. This is the year of homecoming. Sons and daughters activate. Father's heart revealed. Come on, shout that out. Sons and daughters activate. I want you to shout out so loud. I am so ready. You remember, you remember this last week? Born ready, live ready, walk ready, talk ready, move ready, stand ready, dress ready, sleep ready, wake up ready, been ready. I was made 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 ready. I was born ready, live ready, walk ready, talk ready, move ready, stand ready, dress ready, sleep ready, wake up ready, been ready. I was made ready. I was made ready. House made ready, house made ready, house made ready, house made ready. I'm born ready, live ready, I walk ready, I talk ready, I move ready, I stand ready, I dress ready, I sleep ready, I wake up ready, I've been ready, house made 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 one more time. Born ready, live ready, walk ready, talk ready, move ready, stand ready, dress ready, sleep ready, wake up ready. Joseph replied, do not be afraid. We've heard a lot of Joseph's story, and I would say in some ways every single person in here can relate. Understand, Joseph was hated by his siblings because he had a dream. He was hated. And Joseph probably could have said, why y'all hating on me? We ain't even got started yet. And then he was sold into slavery, left to die by his brothers. And then he was a slave with favor. <laughs> See, some of y'all, when you are enslaved, you forget you still got favor. A condemned mind will cause you to forget your rights. Shame will cause you to forget your rights. Understand that. And so... Condemnation and shame, sin will always cause you to forget, um, to have amnesia, um, and you will forfeit. What I understood when I look back, God's hand was still on me when I was out there in the world. But it was my behavior which impacted my conscience, and my conscience impacted my faith, and my faith impacted my walk. So then Joseph goes from a pit to a palace and then he goes into a prison and he goes to prison because in the palace he found favor. He was accused of rape and then he goes in prison and then he's forgotten about. <laughs> and now we find ourselves where the dream is coming to pass. 
Now, now let me remind some of you, because sometimes some of us, not all of us, we forget from week to week what God said. So we almost got to start all the way over. And if you don't cherish what was given last week, you can't build on top of it. I stand here as a picture of momentum. I am the sum total of every word that I stewarded up to this point. So if you can't steward what was spoken over your life 10 years ago, then you always got to start there versus building momentum from stewarding what's spoken into your life. And Shaka Khan. So he ends up, when we see Joseph at this point, it's because no matter what he went through, he was faithful over the dream God gave him. No matter what he went through, accused of rape, put in a pit by his brothers, left to die, lied to his father, forgotten about in prison, all he had was favor and a word. Let me, before I keep going, what y'all come to church for today? Shout it out, huh? To be fed, right? To 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 do what? What? Huh? What you come here for today? They t- they told y'all it's a good church. Y'all need to check it out, right? How many people came here because they don't want to leave the same? Hey Amen. A few people. A few people. A few people. That's all I need is a few people. God only shows up because He come to change you. God never shows up to leave you the same. So I'm just saying, lean in a little bit more and get engaged with the word so it can hit your heart. A part of throughout service, the soil of my heart should get readier and readier. The, The word, the music, all of this that we're doing is tilling the soil of your heart so that when the word is released, it has a place to not just drop, but it has soil that will produce fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. That's right. Okay, so don't be afraid. Here we are, Joseph, his brothers show up. Now his brothers need that dream to be true. They're not hearing us today. The very thing that people have been trying to hate on you about, places that they've been questioning you about going, one day they're going to need you to have not listened to them. Right now, the very thing they were jealous of him of is the very thing they need him for. So they tried to kill his dream, not knowing if they would have killed his dream, they would have killed themselves. People don't understand and you don't understand why no matter how hard it is to go forward and leave people behind, one day they're going to need you to be where they hoping you don't go today, but one day you're going to have something in your hand to be a blessing to them. Stop letting people hold you down. And unfortunately, it won't be somebody you don't know. Don't be somebody close to you. It could be a spouse. It could be a kid. It could be an ex-spouse. It could be a boss. But it has to mean something to you. Ain't nobody gonna hate. It don't matter if somebody, if somebody, somebody that don't matter to you say something to you. It don't hurt as much as somebody you really care about what they think. Some of your husband, your wife gonna need you to pursue your call. Don't let them fool you into thinking, look, let me tell you, the reason they need you so much to do what they think you need to do right now is because they ain't free. So they need you to do activity for them to experience freedom. 
man, you better, t- I, I, not, not literally, but in the spirit, you better tell your wife or your husband, shut up. You heard what I said, not literally. Uh, put a Jesus, get thee behind me. Jesus' friend tried to save him from the cross, and he said that was the devil. Everybody that loves you don't always see like the one that loves you. So just because people love you, they shouldn't have a hold on your purpose. And you should have told them, you should have thought about my call before you married me. Nobody told you to marry me if you didn't want to pay the cost with me. to this point and he says do I act for God they apologizing they're like we 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 sorry we 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 sorry say the heart all of this is a test of the heart here here it is here's your greatest test throughout life if you can keep your heart soft for God you can keep receiving everything God has for you I don't even know if we're going to get to it today, tonight, today, this morning. We're going to get to it today. But this is all about a heart attack or heart test. It is a fight for your heart because your heart is the soil. If fear can, fear needs your heart. (laughs) Do I act for God, Joseph says, as he's looking at his brothers. Don't you see? planned evil against me now now, now let's not even talk about friends and family let's just talk about the enemy and all of hell this is why I get excited this is why I can worship for an hour and 15 minutes you planned evil against me I was actually participating with you but God wait when I was in the club that was a part I was participating in the plan when I was smoking trees I was participating in the plan when I was Kabasian and Hennessyan and Alizean and 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 cognac and beering and and I was doing the thing I was participating with a plan to kill me but God No, 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 no. God used the same plans. You trying to get him to change plans, but he want to use the same plans. He want to use the same plan. He want to use the hate. He want to use the sickness. He want to use the abandonment. He want to use the rape. He want to use the manipulation. He want to use the poverty. He want to use the orphanage. He want to use it all. He wants to use the same plan that the enemy used to destroy you. God said, keep it up. Keep on trying to destroy him. Keep on building a resume of survival. And watch when I turn. Same plan. Shout out same plan. For my good. For my good. (laughs) For my good. As you see all around you right now. He like, look. He was like, you thought. (laughs) 
He, he said, look around me. You thought what you did was going to stop? Like, wait a minute. Look, do you see you asking me for some food right now? <laughs> do you see you asking me for some wisdom right now? Like, don't think you had enough power to stop me. So you don't even need to apologize because what you thought you was doing was never going to work. Your hate was a part of the plan. You leaving me on a bench was a part of the plan. You get what I'm saying? You having me raised by alcoholics was a part of the plan. No, no, no. I do not hate the family I was grown up in. I understand that my alcoholic this or my drug addict that or my imprisoned father was a part of the what? Plan. Not knowing, okay, 30, 30, 40 years pops in. But 50 years ago, whatever, pops in and out of jail. I wish my dad would have raised me. But not knowing that I could never let a lack of father stop me. Because one day, when I get where I'm at, my daddy gonna need me. So now my daddy calling me, son, what must I do to be saved? But what if I made an excuse and said, I didn't have a father. I didn't have a mother. Now I can be a father to my father. Because in God's eyes, we all sons. You see how God turned it around? Now I got to be my daddy's daddy. Now I got to raise my to the finish line. He turns it around. He turning it. I don't know who this was. He turning it around. He's turning it around this morning. Come on. 30 seconds. Just turn it around. It's turning around. It's turning around. It's turning around. It's turning around. Shout out, it's turning around. somebody right now. You know how you're praying for your siblings or your spouse or your family members to change? You keep bombarding heaven about them seeing him. And he just saying, I hear him saying back to some of y'all, I do want to show them, but you're the model. So stop worrying about me sending an example to them and let me change you. You are the very answer to the prayer you asking. Because when they see you, they're going to see God. He's turning it around. The very people that talked about you made it hard as hell for you to walk in your house and sleep in peace. The people that made fun of you is the very people that's going to have to look at you as a model. They're going to have to look at the very one they disregarded and now they're going to have to
to finish their life regarding you. He's turning it around. Joseph says, Joseph says, Joseph says, easy now. <laughs> he like, easy now. You, you, easy now, bro. I know you lied on me. I know you put me in a pit. I know you poured blood on my robe and took it back to my father and had him grieving because he thought I was dead. The last time he heard about me, or let me put it this way, the time before last, the report was I was dead. <laughs> the last time before he died, he heard I was in charge. <laughs> now his brothers have to go home and say, hey dad, we was lying. Um, but, but no time for that, Dad. Uh, we're in famine. And uh, remember, the brother I told you was dead. Uh, we actually just hated on him and we envied how much you loved him. We envied no matter what happened to Joseph, it's still like he, it feels like he still found favor. We left him to die and then come to find out he was in charge of Pharaoh's house, Potiphar's house. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And then, and then, praise God, he got charged for rape. Again, something he didn't do. Slandering his name. Misunderstanding who he is. And God's letting it happen the whole time. Let people misunderstand you. Joseph, I don't find nowhere explaining himself. He gets tossed in prison. And in prison, two things are happening. Number one... He's interpreting dreams. So no matter what, put me in prison, but you can't lock up my gift. God can use me in the pit. He can use me in prison. The second thing, he's in there with government officials. Because God put him in prison to get around conversation and sales, sale groups, with government officials because God's about to have him over government. God is preparing him in prison to be in charge of the storehouse. So he needs to understand the movements and the shaking of the land. He don't have the education. Sometimes God will put you in prison just to educate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, but now, bah, 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 bah. he said, easy now, easy now. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. He said, look, what if Joseph gave up? Look at what he says. He said, easy, easy, bro. See, we're not thinking about the generations. His brothers, if they would have killed Joseph, they wouldn't have been able to provide for their kids. Joseph said, look, I got you and my nieces and nephews. And I, don't, I won't even tell them what y'all did to me. <laughs> I won't even bring it up. It's all good. <laughs> he says, I'll take care of you and your children. He reassured them, speaking with them 
heart to heart. Come on, say heart to heart. Come on, one more time. Say heart to heart. He could not talk to them heart to heart if he was bitter. I, I don't know what kind of time I'm going to have. I'm just letting you know where we're going. I plead with you, brethren. I beseech you, brethren, come back tonight. I, I might not make it to, to, to this example, but, but, but tonight you're about to get your heart condition right. I might get to a little bit, I don't know. But I asked for some, uh, some plant seeds. I told, told the AB, I said, hey, can you give me some seeds? I show up to church, this brother got me some sunflower seeds. So we're going to work these sunflower seeds today, okay? But, but, but that's what it's up here for, and these different types of, of, of conditions of heart, and we don't think about this. Everybody in here has a specific type of soul in their heart. This is why you can come in the house of God, don't feel nothing, don't experience nothing, don't even care. This is why you can hear an amazing message and go home, and it never produces. And a lot of people don't know to understand, if you're going to change the condition of your heart, you got to know the condition it's in. This is a very vital message. This is like you feel something going wrong in your life and you actually need to go to the doctor to get some vital signs to see what's going on. Like this message right here, I needed to find my heartbeat one day if I was going to change it to a healthy heartbeat. And it's how God made us and we all hear, all of us are hearing the message, right? You can see it in the room. You see some people writing notes and some people they getting hit and they're cheering and, and then you see some people that, and then you see some people spectating, can't receive because they're trying to figure out what's going on. These are all conditions of the heart that the Bible talks about and it tells you the type of fruit that that heart produces. Right, right. This is very important because God can bring something to you this year and if your heart condition isn't right, it will not produce the yield it should. This ain't just, I'm going to go to church, hear a word, and God, please do something. No, these are steps and principles. This brother is saying, hey, I got you. Don't apologize. You left me for dead. You stripped me naked. And now you need me? Ask somebody else. But because through it all, he protected his heart. Here's the test. Here's the test. Out of the thousands of people he's feeding, none of them are attached to his heart like his brothers. So the test is, now how are you going to treat your family when you get there? This is a crossroad to increase and promotion. There's a season of pit and prison and palace, and then there's a day where you're a prince and you're providing but while you're man God gave me a word that's in the midst of all this blessing that's gonna rock us today cause all the stuff is coming Woo! it's coming but, mm, I'm gonna give it away I give myself away no but, but then he goes, Genesis 50, 17. But no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Now, this is the thing. Stop tripping because weapons are formed. 
formed, they're going to hate on you. They're going to plot on you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to walk away from you. But no weapon formed against me shall prosper. See, here, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Hallelujah. Okay. See, here's where the enemy wants you ignorant. The enemy, you got somebody in your life. Um, the enemy is not speaking death over you. The enemy is not cussing you out. The enemy is not being sarcastic with you. That's the person. So somebody say they talk down to you. They throwing words at you. You probably don't want to catch that one. They throwing words at you. Right? And just like we scatter for good fruit, the enemy uses people that are bitter and are saved folks. Christians. Nasty Christians. Say they love God. So the enemy takes the words that are scattered in your life. Understand what's in the word. This is why you can't get caught up on people talking about you. Because if you ain't tripping on people talking about you, they can say what they want, but it just falls. But the moment you take the seed, chew it, and get the seed in your heart, that's when the weapon starts forming. This is why you got to guard your heart. Just don't let it in. Let them talk. That's nothing. He said, look, the tree ain't nothing. But if you eat the tree, if you eat from the tree, then it gets in your heart. And now it starts forming. Why we got to fight hard on Instagram and all this worried about what people saying and comments and we got to guard our heart in this day because it's so many opinions coming from different ways but you got to know from the gate a word spoken doesn't merely have as much power as a word digested <laughs> and this is why you never want to be a person that sows bad seeds into people's lives. You don't want to be the person speaking venom because you ain't healed. No, their lack of doing whatever they not doing that you need them to do that's rubbing you the wrong way. Yeah, cool. I know you wish they would change, but guess who really needs to change? You. Because why you keep eating the seed? You over there just popping sunflower seeds. You want them to stop throwing you seeds. Stop chewing them. Why are you still mad five years later? That still get under your skin? That still push your buttons? So it really ain't him or them. It's you. Because they can, for, for the next 10 years, still stay the same. But when you change, <laughs> then you can laugh. Like, I, that don't bother my heart no more. So we all need a heart transplant. Get your tails back here tonight. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, turn the heater off. I'm sweating. I'm under the heat. It ain't that cold in here right now. They don't even see me sweating. They just like let pastor just sweat. Just sweaty pastor. 
going to preach a sweaty sermon. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Let it form. Come on, shout out, let it form. This is what I'm saying. We got to get to the point. It's like an a, a athlete. 60,000 people in the stands. Overrated air ball. That word don't mean nothing. But then there's some players that get out there and shook because they're believing the champ. Then there's a Kobe. There's a LeBron. There's a what's the what's the one hockey player? What's the one hockey player? What's the one? Ovechkin, right? You know what I'm saying? Ochi, Ochi. Okay, you get what I'm saying? So, you, you, but then you got the players that's just like they get to the free throw line. You got quarterbacks. That, 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 man, I was watching uh, the highlights for the Chiefs the other day. It was cold as all get out, and they were playing Miami. Miami don't practice in Kansas City conditions. <laughs> Who I'm talking to? Who I'm talking to? Who I'm talking? See, champs can play in any condition. But man, so not only do they got the cold against them, and in between plays they got to stay warm. Stone cold. Stone cold. Stone cold. It don't matter who cheering against me. It don't matter if you 6'4", 350, running at me. I'm focused on my target. I'm not focused on who coming to hit me. And if I take a hit, but also, that's what an elite quarterback does. They practice taking hits while hitting the target. Can you hit the target while taking a hit? Because let me tell you something, baby. Hits coming. But it don't mean your hits got to stop. Hits are coming. But when you practice and you sharp and you skillful and you keep your praise and you see the strategies of the enemy and you watch film and you get your timing down and you get your movement down, you don't got to focus on who coming because you watch film so much. Your peripherals have studied enough. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm an athlete. Play, don't study film. And this is why Paul says, I will not have you ignorant of the enemy's strategies. You think you're just going to be a Christian out here winning and put it all on God, but you ain't got to study. You ain't got to know none of the enemy's tactics. You don't got to know the strongholds that you inherited. Give your mama her strongholds back. Those are hers. They raised you, but you can say, sorry, you know, when you move out the house, you be like, I'm good. I can take care of myself. Hand them chains back to your mama. And hopefully she like, nah, I'm good. Neither one of us need them. Right? Let's believe that. Your mama don't take the chains back. But I'm not about to take them. It's like Jesus casting the demons out and putting them in the pigs. Them chains got to go back to where they belong. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you should show to be wrong. This peace, righteousness, security, triumph over opposition. This peace, this righteousness, this security, this triumph over opposition is the heritage that this... I am entitled to this victory. Not, 
but listen, I'm not just entitled to this victory, I'm entitled to this mindset. I'm entitled to this confidence. No need to change the script when God is about to flip the script. Come on, say it's turning around. You see, you see, I'm in my words so much. I got, I, got, I got all the way to this slide, and I was over. I was, I was early on it. So now I said it don't even have. You know what I'm saying? I, this was I was supposed to get to, but it was in my spirit so much. Come on, shout it out! It's turning around. This is the time we return to pop culture. It's prayer over payback. <laughs> There's some new ones. There's some new ones. Prayer over payback. Purpose over pleasure. Praise over pity. Promise over promiscuity. <laughs> Pureness over pretend. Presence over performance. We are entering a mandated season. That what God says is supposed to happen in this dispensation of time, whether ready or not, it's coming. I know you are about to arise and show your tender love in Zion. Let me get some, uh, let me get some, I feel like I'm at a really fancy restaurant right now getting ready for my steak and potatoes. Can we get some pads? Let me get some pads, hallelujah. Yes. Now is the time. Shout out, now is the time. For your compassion and mercy to be poured out. He's saying, God, I understand and I see now's the time that you're about to pour it out. The appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. I don't know about you. Maybe you don't think God said nothing about you. But I come to find out God been talking about me before I even entered this world. God was talking about me to my mama. He was talking about me to my grandma. And when I couldn't even see straight, my grandma was prophesying over me. This is why it's important to have to to to, to when you holding baby, speak words over them. Oh, I know my grand. I feel my grandmama prayer. So she ain't she not living right now. And, and, and I, I I feel her prayers carrying me and rocking me through the tough times because I know that the call that she spoke over my life that God showed her was on my life. She understood it was gonna be some toiling and it was going to be some trouble and that's why I can hear her praying Lord keep my grandson I can hear my mama saying protect him keep him from the vultures keep him encouraged put some people some of y'all don't understand you the answer to my great grandmama's prayers she couldn't put an Elder John on it. She couldn't put an Elder Roseanne. She couldn't put a C.I. and the rest of y'all know who y'all are. She couldn't put a certain name on it. But she said, Lord, send some people around my grandson that will guard that anointing. That will. And that same prayer is being spoken over your life. And that's why when I started doing stuff like firefighting, guess what my grandma and my mama got together doing? They went fasting and praying and interceding. But that ain't what he called to do. See, some parents would be like, oh, that's a good career. Now, this is the day where if you pray your kids into a good career instead of a perfect purpose, you making a mistake and not parenting well. Uh, I was firefighting. I was doing my thing. I, I didn't even feel, feel prepared. I passed the test. I went through the academy and everything. But man, man, I was there and I'm looking around at all the firefighters. I'm like, y'all really love this stuff. <laughs> 
I'm showing up like, Lord, I rebuke fires right now in the name of Jesus. Let's put them fires out right now. Right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. We ain't, we rebuked a firefighting spirit in this city. Hallelujah. Nah, 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 uh. I ain't going, I ain't applying nowhere, no Oakland, no New York, no, uh, uh put me in the wilderness somewhere. But them forest fires ain't no joke either. Them worse. Lord, take me out the wilderness. You see the confusion I was in. I was looking at the money. I'm like, nah, this, uh, uh. No, 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 my grandma, and, and man, you you never, you tell your grandma and your mama, uh, hey guys, I'm not doing firefight no more, and they start shouting. <laughs> Hallelujah, grandson, don't worry about it, God will provide. <laughs> I'm like, y'all want me broke or something, that was a good job. I'm like the Lord, Jehovah Jireh, Hallelujah. shout out is ready for me as we see in these scriptures here the Lord has went before us every struggle that you have went through up to this year sometimes it felt like God wasn't present you ready is because he was here I'm gonna say this one more time last year it felt like God wasn't present because he was in this year you see sometimes God can't allow you to get comfortable because you'll stop but it was the trouble that kept you pushing. It was the trouble that kept you pursuing. And it's funny, he can allow you to be in trouble, but not allow a certain amount of it. To, he said, he said, you can have my son, you can have Jake Job. Just don't kill him. You can't take his life. You can mess with his money, you can mess with his cattle, you can mess with it, but you, Job, you can't touch him. You see how God is saying, no, no, no. See, because Satan is absolutely stupid, right? Clearly, he, he failed, right? He's absolutely, and this is what you got to understand. You're smarter. But you see how sometimes you really be like, really, Satan? Like, I could really go do that. I could really go cheat. I really go, I could really go and blow this. I could really go do this. And it's going to be good. You notice after you sin, you feel super stupid. Well, for some of y'all, if you don't feel stupid, you way too far. Okay? Come back. Come on, shout out. Come back. Y'all felt that in the spirit. Some people was like, no, but I absolutely had fun. Absolutely didn't feel stupid. I felt smart. I got away with it. <laughs> okay. That's what the enemy wants you to do. But when that, when that fruit come, that's when you feel... That's when Satan, he, he stopped using you and then he stepped outside of it and he started laughing at you. Like, ah! <laughs> All right, let me, build, let me make up some ground so we could close. I want to make sure we start at a really good point tonight. Shout out, it is about that time. Ecclesiastes says this, there is a season, a appointed time. I just really am trying to get this through y'all, through you guys' skulls, that there is a such thing as God having to do certain things in a certain season. 
This is why the fight has been so strong for you guys. This is why God's been, you've been wrestling over the last few years. This is why you've been coming to the end of yourself. This is why certain people have walked out your life. This is why you felt like giving up, but you didn't. This is why you wanted to kill yourself, but you couldn't. This, this is why, because you, enemy sensed that you were stepping into a moment in time where God was about to release something in your life that nothing, your sin, nothing could stop it. And sometimes there are some blessings that will overwhelm us and do the finished work of changing us. What I mean is, did you find many times where God blesses someone and they fell on their face and worshiped him? Why did it take him blessing Peter for Peter to fall on his face? It, Peter said, I denied you three times. You came back me with a boatload so this is why you it's not about it's almost like God is like he need a certain amount of ratchetness so when he bless you you know you didn't deserve it and this is why a lot of times he won't wait till you get it quite right when you get it quite right that's the moment in life you learn how to manage it when you look over your life and see how blessed he has made you, you probably wasn't right all the time. But it's when I get his mind, I'm able to manage, then more comes. But getting it right is about stewarding. Adam was born with the right mind. So don't you dare think for a minute What's about to hit your life is because you got your life together. No, I want to bless you before you even step out of trouble. I, I want to I wanna bless you while you thinking about forgiving somebody. So when I do bless you, you going to run and do it because I'm so good. See, some of you are forgiving people and it's not because you got a revelation of his goodness. So it means you, you, you can't really uproot bitterness without a revelation of his love. So God's like, I'm about to blow your mind in such a way that you can't deny it's me. I'm going to bless your family. I'm going to restore love in your heart for somebody. I am about to bring back a family member. I am about to do something so supernatural in your life that you're going to fall on your face and worship me. Now, what it look like? You just get all of this because you work so hard. Then who would be God? You. No, I'm going to bless you when you know you don't deserve it. Peter, you denied me three times after I told you you was. Then Jesus comes back and makes it a point. I'm about to bless you and give you another boatload. First time I bless you because you loaned me your boat. You let me in your boat. You trusted your provision. You trusted the, your money maker with me. After you was out on the water all night long, I asked to use your boat and you had to sit there and watch me preach. That's the first time. I blessed you because you sowed a seed. But in this season, 
blessing you because I sow the seed I can bless you without you sowing because I sow the seed Jesus Christ and I don't see your mistakes I see the seed I sown which gave me a right to bless you at any time. So I did away with the law that says if you do this, then I'll do that. Now I gave you Jesus, it don't matter what you do. I'm doing this because I already did that. Come on, lift your hands right where you are. stay right there. You, you stay whoever the plan. Yes, you. Amen. Y'all got me cross. Right, lift your hand. He said it's in due, due time at the appointed season we shall reap if we don't loosen and relax our courage. I'm telling you love quest. Don't loosen your courage. Don't relax your courage. I want you to understand everyone is in here. I don't care how you see yourself. Everyone is in here because you have courage. Whether it's big courage, little courage. No one can still be here without a little bit of courage. You kept fighting. You kept getting up. I don't care if you've been sitting down all month, but today you chose to get up and get in the house of God. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands. The fullness of time is here. The fullness of time is here and it's now. And I'm just, you keep your hands, I'm just speaking this over you. Revival has landed. The angels have been dispatched. The promises have been released. The enemy has been devoured. It is really go time. Come on, just say that softly. It is really go time. No, he's turning faith into sight. He's about to, you are about to see it. God's plan, God's time. God's plan has a proper time, an acceptable time, a fullness of time, a due season, and a mandated time. God's plan, God's time. I'm telling you, you got to step into this thing. You got to step into this thing. You got to step into this moment. He says in 2 Corinthians 6, I listened to you at the time of my favor. Day when you needed salvation, I came to your aid. So can't you see? Now is the time to respond. Am I talking to anybody? Listen, God said, look, forget how bad it was. I kept you. It didn't kill you. It didn't take you out. Yes, you were grieving, but through the grief, I held you up. I sent you an on-time word. You may have not had the language, but that day you got that little bit of inspiration, that little bit of second wind, that little bit. I've, I have been the one that's getting you out of bed when you didn't want to get out of bed. I've been the one that's caused you to keep on pushing. I have been sending a wind behind you to get you just a little further. And although it seems like you haven't made much progress, progress is always progress when I'm pushing you forward. You may take two steps back, but when I push you one step forward, it erases the backward motion. It's been me, and I have not kept you alive to leave you here. Somebody needs to hear that. I have not kept you alive to leave you here. 
I have not protected you, healed you, rescued you to leave you here. We're just getting started. Shout out, I'm ready. I'm ready. My response is, you are ready. It's been made ready for you. You've been made ready for it. The walls have been rebuilt. Now we're going to land somewhere around here because I can set this up for tonight. Man, get yourself back here tonight. I'm coming back. I'm t- Man, go take a nap. Do what you, if you live really, really far, um, you can stay, you can stay the afternoon here. These orange chairs lean back a little bit. You can, we could put one behind it and then one in the front. You can, man, I'm telling we'll make something up for you. Shoot. But this word today is a, the Israelites walk through the sea of on dry ground. This is what we don't understand, Elder John. Is all the hell we've been through. Um probably even look at it as in Egypt but I also kind of get a picture of the hell I've been through is also walking across the Red Sea and just think of that think of how terrible they're running for their lives they're not just up and they're not walking the Red Sea like hey, hey. no 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 is arguing you know the the people that can't handle stress well stop touching me follow where I'm going leave me alone oh like can we just go back right you gotta think the bible says that he built a wall on either side of them so you had little fishies just like uh, just up again Like sharks and went yeah, I, I wish it was something in here to tell me what the animals was doing at this time. Wait a minute. Like, think getting a, getting out of bondage is not fun. They're running for their lives. They're afraid. There's people who had to swim out of bondage. They've taken boats across seas, like grandparents and, and great grandparents, like people to get. Man, man, you not cool. And people are here and they're dealing with trauma from it. So don't think that the children of Israel got into the promised land and was just because the children that got into the promised land lost their grandparents and their parents so can you imagine survival's guilt let's not look at the promise and think it was just peaches and cream this is why God gave instructions on dry ground blessing but let's talk about the fear that's present during the blessing and understand there was a time 
for that sea to close back up. So when we say there's a season of divine interruption, you better get to moving now or you're going to be stuck in there with your past. Dry ground with the waters, a wall to the right, to the left. The Egyptians came after them in full pursuit. Every, every horse and chariot, your past. No matter how much you're trying to escape your past, your memories, this is why you got to get rid of it. You got to get healed because I'm telling you, you might be out of your past, but some of your past is still coming with you. And the very people, they realize, oh my God, we let them free. Your past does not want to let you go. Satan does not want to let you go. Does not want to let you go. And he says, full pursuit. Every horse and chariot and driver, Pharaoh racing into the middle of the sea. It was now the morning. Watch. God looked down from the pillar of fire and the cloud of the Egyptian army and threw them into panic. I'm here to tell you, I've been saying that your enemies is panicking now. Your enemies is panicking now. Yo, yo, I'm telling you, principalities are panicking now because a church and a praise has hit this region that they ain't heard before. He, he, he clogged the wheels of their chariots. He clogged the wheels of their chariots. See, you got to understand it. The, the, the children of Israel, all they're doing is going the way God opened up for them. He's handling the enemy because it's divine timing. For, for all those years, he let them be in slavery. Now is the time of their freedom. So he's stopping their wheels. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. You can't look back because God's going to handle all of that. God's handling all of that. This is the year he is drying up any ground so you can walk across. Scott, we got to get across. Based on timing and where the world is going, we got to get across. We got to get our portion. We got to start our businesses. We got to find the right partners. We got to get the building. We got to get the land. I believe God will have us go through all this on this corner for in a few years walk away from it because what God needs us to get on God will set up shop he will spend money and some people won't get it why y'all over there y'all need to go buy this and y'all need to go buy that the city is this and the city is that by the time we leave this corner every little dime that we do you understand what God is going to release yes, sir. man you know, Man, you better understand, God will set up shop. He will spend money just to get some souls in the boat, just to do something so big, so divine, just to give you a story, just to mark you, and just to get in your resume. Because where you're heading 10 years from now, you're going to remember these moments. They were stuck in the mud. I'm here to tell you, ain't no devil in hell in this season gonna be able to catch you unless you turn around and be like come here baby come here no 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 uh -uh. if you if you if you gone and you ain't looking back and you surround yourself with people of faith I, I promise you by, by the by the next time you want to turn back and hop in some stuff you gonna be so far gone like like God is trying to make Egypt foreign Come on, I, you used to be in love 
love with your lust. But lust is about to, whatever that thing that had you is about to be so foreign to you. The season your enemies are stuck. This is the season your enemies are stuck and you are soaring. This is the season your enemies are stuck and you are soaring. Gibson said, run from Israel. Now your enemy saying, get away from me. I, I, I realize I, I, I realize bothering you brings me too many problems what, what the enemy understands is he understands kingdom math when you mess with a soul winner it's going to cost him some souls so he's better off leaving PT alone he's better off leaving Deborah alone because when you mess with me now it pushes me closer to the father it causes me to hone in on the father's bit so when you mess with me it's gonna cost you some more souls so he says okay 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 run from Israel God is fighting on their side when the enemy has a revelation of who's on your side and you don't like they don't even see the army he's thrilled that you you falling for his tricks he is thrilled that you paying attention to him like a side piece you know what it makes him feel a side piece feel like when you would ignore your spouse and fool with them that's how the devil is Y'all really fooling with me? This trash? I'm trash for messing with you. But since you don't think I'm trash, like you, you really fooling with you really believe me over that? You really want to be in this hog pen over being back at home with everything paid for? You really want me to be your father? And not that? What? what he tells he says God said to Moses stretch out your hand over the sea they, they, they on the they on the they on the they, they, they on the they on the they on the they on the other side here's instruction stretch out your hand over the sea it, it, you gotta it, it's gonna be it's gonna be your praise on the other side that's gonna close your pass to the other side it's gonna be a whole new praise oh, no. come on come on come on come on come on calm down come down i gotta close calm down hand over the sea and the waters will come back over the egyptians there's a praise being released in the body of christ and in the hearts of sons and daughters that is about to close the past there, there there's gonna be new enemies coming but, but, but them little past, little ratchet enemies that was messing with you don't have a chance. They're, your path, it, it's being swallowed up. God is saying, oh, God is saying, it's time to move on. I've gotten what I've needed out of your past. Moses stretched his hand out over the sea as the day broke and the Egyptians was running. The sea returned to its place as before. 
here's what you got to know. The world ain't changing. <laughs> Some of your friends ain't changing. You see, the sea returned as it was before. There are some things that present themselves to have the ability to stop you. But because God favors you, he is going to do something in, in a dispensation of time that no one will ever experience that way of breakthrough. I don't think nobody going to experience a Red Sea parting again. I'm trying to tell you, there's going to be some ways God is about to break through that no one in history will ever see God move that way. They'll see God move, but God's about to do some custom interruptions. Here it is, because for some of you, you are in some situations that there is no way out except, and this is what God loves. If you go that way, you back in bondage. But what's in front of you is impossible. God, I don't know that life. God, I don't know how to do that. God, I wasn't raised around a pastor. God, I wasn't raised around entrepreneurs. God, I wasn't raised around two parents that stayed together. God, like there's some stuff in front of you where there was no model. Nothing to show you how to move forward in what God is calling you to. And so God's about to part the seas of ignorance in your life. And he is about to impart an anointing and wisdom and counsel and strategy in your life because he's trying to do something new in your bloodline. You are about to be the blueprint. So stop looking for a blueprint. God is birthing a blueprint inside of you in this season of life. I am sorry daddy left you. I'm sorry mama didn't take care of you. I'm sorry they didn't say I love you. I'm sorry you didn't get hugs as a child. I'm sorry you didn't have an example. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I'm sorry. But God God says, I've gotten what I've needed out of your past. And in this season, we are about to build. God, hey, 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 hey. God is, God is restoring family reunions in your bloodline. Hey, these are practical things. Some of you wish you could sit at a dinner table with your whole family. I'm sorry you never sat at the table for dinner with both parents. But what God's about to do is he's about to cause you to have a whole family and generations. You're about to, you're about to build something so new that, 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 that your children won't know that grandpa was an alcoholic. They won't know that someone was addicted to drugs. God's about to do something that is going to totally cover up the past generation generations of failure and ignorance he's about to do a brand new thing in your life God said now one of them survives man I'm so close to the trauma I was raised in and the, the, the hurt I was raised in and the disappointment from not having a dad in my life. I'm, I'm so close to being like, I'm talking about to where I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's some stuff that I'm just like, you got to remind me who was that person? Like I got to, there's some stuff I got to remind, be reminded I went through it. Like I actually got to sit down interview some people about my life there 
there is a place in your life where you can be 100% free from all your trauma. You walk right through the middle of the sea. delivered Israel that day I don't know who but for somebody today is that day today is that day if that's your day if that's your day as I'm reading just lift your hands if that's your day if you want to spend a few more days where you are that's that's on you but I lift my hands God whatever is lingering in my life yeah I'm better but God I know there's more this is that day. It says they're delivered from that day from the oppression. If there's anyone dealing with oppression, where thoughts come into your life and you just, every now and then you slip into a dark place, you slip into regret, you slip into shame, you slip into frustration and you slip into some, some moments where your memory, you slip into worry. I want to tell you that memories don't have to carry pain. I want you to see this passage of scripture and it says that day from the oppression. I want you to see this next scripture as you're receiving. And Israel looked at the Egyptian dead. I, I I looked at an addiction to marijuana. I looked at it dead. <laughs> I don't know what's been holding you, but you're about to see it dead. Washed up on the shore. Why did it stay in the water, Elder John? Why did he need to bring it to shore to show me what he did to my enemies? Today, you're about to pick up your mat and walk realize the tremendous power why is God about to do it in this season Bernadette why is God about to do it in this season Kalepi why is God about to do it in this season so you can realize his power that no matter the odds that my past is dead and my now is alive it's my time to live right here in Exodus 15 20 Miriam the prophetess Aaron's sister took a tambourine <laughs> let me tell you there's a whole lot of fear and trauma right now on the other side they, they made it across and then they just watched come on come on they, come on I, I want you to oh, I, want, I want you to see I want you to see something I please please Lord imagination may they illuminate their, their uh, uh, imagination right now I want you to see them just watching they make it across and there's people that make it to shore first right can you imagine come on they don't know when it's going to close up they're watching they're watching a split sea and dry ground. They are, they're, I can't even imagine, but I'm trying to. And this ain't like, like 20 people. This is hundreds of thousands of people. 
can you imagine family members waving their children? Some people cramping because they was dehydrated. They didn't drink enough water because they didn't realize that God was really about to break them free. across and they're in shock absolutely they're in shock and then Moses still has to lead under compulsion and the Lord says stick out your hand first time he says stick out your rod this time he says stick out your hands On one side, you, you needed to use gifts and you needed to use, some of y'all been spending money to try to start things and, but you about to get to the other side where God is saying, at this point now, all I need is your praise. I just, I just need your praise. And then it closes up. This blows my mind. It closes up and they're in shock. I'm sure they're counting did, did such and such make it because we're worried about who we left behind first of all we're going to have to give God praise for making it ourselves praise always has to precede worry he says see because the moment you entertain worry before praise then worry will grip you but if you if you praise him first worry will just be more of a uh, feeling than a dictator so as they're watching now the people that held them hostage and let me tell you it sounds like Elder John they, they, they didn't mind being in Egypt so they're like let's go back we see it later let's go back <laughs> and then he says so some of the people they saw dead were people they probably befriended. It's just like people in prison, they become friends with guards. It's just like when you was in bondage, you became friends with Pharmakia. There's certain spirits you become friends with, right or wrong. So they're also grieving, losing people they got to know over the years. Because I don't care who you are, if your heart is for God, you'll even weep over your enemies getting killed. That's why we're going to talk about the heart tonight. Because the very people we want to disown, God is weeping over their lostness. And they're watching death. Although at one breath, yay, my enemies is dead. I never got to worry about them. But one part we got to be, 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 be careful of is that we don't grieve our bondage. Because you're going to miss the club someday. You're going to miss that we, you're going to miss sleeping around a little bit because there's a certain feeling you got when that person for that few moments gave you attention. There's some stuff you're going to miss, but I need you to know it's better off dead. Understand? So they go and the Lord says, Miriam is, she grabs her tambourine and all the women followed her 
with tambourines, dancing. Miriam led them in singing. Sing to God, what a victory. He pitched a horse, he pitched horse and rider into the sea. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea onto the wilderness of Shur. And they traveled for three days through the wilderness without finding water. It sounds like God said, I don't care what y'all think, y'all fasting. Hey, from trauma to fasting, it'll get you right quick. I want you to see this. They found no water. They got tomorrow, but they couldn't drink the water. It was bitter. Oh, just because you get to the other side. It don't mean immediately it's going to be sweet because you still have needs. <laughs> That's why they called that place Mara, bitter. And the people complained to Moses. Hey, it's part of leadership. So what are you, what are we supposed to drink, Moses? Huh? Now we can't even go back to Egypt. God ain't going to split the sea for you to go back. Yeah, snake tails, snake tails. <laughs> that boy, Paul. <laughs> so, so Moses cried out in prayer to God and pointed him to a stick of wood. God is still providing. You see, they're not even in the promised land. Can you live like this until you get it all? Just daily bread. Okay, God, I need to get out this situation. And he points at a stick. He points at a person. He points at a place. Moses threw it into the water. And the water turned sweet. The water turned sweet. So what I'm about to do is I'm read the, I, want you, I want you to read this. Then I want you to go back to the scripture, just the song, okay? I have a warning, okay? And I need you to pay attention to something in this same scripture. The place that they broke free in and God providing, the Bible says, that's the place where God set rules and procedures. That's where he started testing them. So this year is going to be, but in the midst of the celebration, that's where the greatest tests are about to come in your life. And this is why he says, I need to get them to deal with their heart today because blessing is coming. But don't forget the enemies that's mad as hell. He said, this is the place that I started testing them. I set up some strict guidelines. This is why from the start of the year, I just saw this today. I said, this is very specific here. You got to be careful going this way and that way. You got to trim the fat. You can't be busy, busy, busy. There are some strict rules and procedures, guidelines, principles. But why does God need this year to be a year of really, really significant discipline? 
is because there's going to be so much thrown at you that you're going to have to stay in the pocket and stay strong. What did we say at the beginning of the year? Your greatest test is going to be what? Standing. Because on this side, God didn't need to test you in slavery. You had slave masters. God broke you free for himself. Now he got you. This is where he's, you about to see the greatest you, but some of the greatest tests. But because he said you ready, the you're ready is not merely for the blessings. The you're ready is for the testing. Whatever you about to go through, you about to see how strong he made you. You about to see how wise, you about to see God about to see God like never before but Miriam had her tambourine she had her tambourine right and then and then and then and then and then we're gonna go back to the scripture she had her tambourine she had her tambourine go back to the scripture she had her tambourine she had her tambourine she had her tambourine right and then it said there was people following her dancing so it's dancing music right and then Miriam led them in singing sing to God what a victory so I don't know what we gonna do but as we close the band's gonna start playing some like just imagine we just made it across the Red Sea bro you get what I'm saying and then, and then he just gave us the lyric like what a victory and so I don't know what's going to happen, but I think there's some people that got a celebration inside of them. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on, just lift your hands up and just begin to praise God. Lord, we thank you. Come on. Lord, we thank you for victory. You have been listening to the Love Quest International Church Sermon Podcast. And we're so happy you're here. If you're brand new to Love Quest, we are here too. Love all nations, equip the church, mobilize the equipped, and serve all. To stay tuned with everything we got going on in the community, follow us on IG at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here, okay? So stay tuned. We got more on the way. Welcome to the homecoming season. And you don't need another reason. And if you don't know the drill, then you better learn the motto. Get your love fixed, man.